This episode was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience, and my microphone decided to switch to my webcam microphone, so I apologize for the, the, the terrible sound. Are you ready for some nerd power? It's the Falcon Paladin Hour, a podcast by Falcon Paladin and Somicron. Falcon hates puns and thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. All right. Yeah, one of the music we've had for over a year now at this point, I think. Is it really over a year? Yeah, I think so. I might have to go and check, but yeah, I think so. Time flies when you're having fun, turns out. Turns out, yeah. Turns out. So yeah, this is a very special live edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Mm, indeed it is. Uh, I, I complained a whole lot about the lag time in the podcasts. And Somicron got worn down, mm-hmm. and so now we're doing this. Yeah, now we're doing this. So all our talk will be like concurrent and up to date, and you won't have to wait three weeks <laughs> to hear what we say. Yeah, you won't hear us talking about the opening rounds of GSL, like after GSL's over. It'll be nice. <laughs> it's no, never been that bad. It's never <laughs> been nope. that bad. Only because GSL takes like four months to complete a season. Also true. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So we're just real quick. Yeah. GSL season three. Yes. Is next, and they've yes. been doing qualifiers. the super, super, super qualifier qualifiers. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they I th- haven't actually done group stage one yet. No. No, they haven't. No. That is scheduled for three days from now. Yes. So, all right. Cool. Excellent. Very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, great. So. That's fine. Not on. That's a problem. Hmm. Nah, whatever. Whatever. It's good. Everything's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So behind me, you might notice an open textbook and some general school supplies. Oh, and a kitty's back there. She knows she's in the frame. Look at that. I can see that. Yeah. Oh. Giving herself a bath. (laughs) Yeah. Right there. That's adorable. That is pretty adorable. Yeah. Oh, wait. Why is it flipped? Camera stuff is weird. When I look at myself in Discord, it's totally the right way. Uh huh. But on, on the sh- your st- on the stream, it's flipped. Oh, is it? <laughs> can you see how it says Halo backwards? Yes. Yes, I can. Yeah. Okay, let me fix it. And fixed. Ta-da! Magical. Ta-da. Now it says Halo and The Last of Us the right way. There we go. But now it's flipped in Discord. What in the I must Where be flipping it on my end. I might be. I, uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, no, no, no. Because on... I don't know. Whatever. It's cool. We're good. Yeah, yeah that's fine. So anyway, point is, uh, yeah, school stuff behind me because school started in earnest for my kids this week. Mm-hmm. All right. So last March when everything shut down, mm-hmm. uh, my kids' school, they were all at the same school at that point. We're just like, oh, we don't know what to do. Uh, we'll just make some packets for the kids. Uh, that they can pick up every week and then drop them off 
and we'll grade them and just give them grades and whatever. We'll just do this for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the packets were like, I don't know. Every day's work took like 45 minutes for my kids uh, each. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hooray, this is great. Summer came early. And I was like, yes, yes, it did. And then over the summer, they got their acts together. <laughs> and so now, now the schoolwork takes, you know, four to five hours for my middle child. And they've got Zoom stuff set up for every single period of my seventh grader's ex- life experience school days mm. set up as well oh. so his day starts at 7 30 and ends at 2 30 and then my youngest child she's i don't know she's getting off pretty easy as well but it's gonna like two hours instead of 45 minutes this year so mm. anyway so that's what's going on the other thing is uh my ex-wife actually got a job working at the school where my oldest is so she has a day job now and she's mm. out she's away and she's not involved in this at all so mm-hmm. my job is to work from home and monitor all of this incredible amount of learning that my kids are doing while they're at the house. So it's been uh, it's been a rough couple of days. Mm-hmm, Let me just mm-hmm. say that uh, all of all three of the kids have had specific emotional breakdowns each over mm-hmm. the last couple of days here. Uh, I just my middle child cannot get past the injustice of being required to do three hours or four hours of work a day. He's like, it's not fair. I'm like, look, man, <laughs> it's so much better than the seven hour, seven and a half hours that you were doing before this coronavirus came about, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, so graduating and going to an actual job, it's going to be a challenge for that kid. It, yes, it may very well be entirely possible. Mm. Um and I don't know, like the other thing is, I think my kids are very much, and I think most kids are this way, they're more willing to kind of complain about things to their parents mm-hmm. than they are necessarily to teachers, especially mm-hmm. like new teachers, right? Right, for sure. So I, I'm fairly sure that they probably feel this way every new school year, but they're not going to make an outburst about it because, you know, it's a new environment, they're a little too shy, they don't want to make a fuss, and they're not quite sure how people are going to react to it. Mm. But the new school at home is much different because they can, you know, they know how dad's going to react. He's not probably not going to punch him in the face. Um, probably. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I don't know. They're just they're feeling all overwhelmed and they know that it's a safe place to complain. But man, is it draining? Hmm. Anyway, hopefully things kind of settle down here a little bit. I think mm-hmm. that would be nice. Mm-hmm. I we gotten any chance for you to be like Mr. Incredibly and like, when did they change math? Math is math. <laughs> math is math. Uh, no. Nah. Nope. Math is math. They're teaching it the same way that they taught me. Mm, okay. When I was a youngin, which is many low these many years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was when they invented so math. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That cinnamon is just hanging out over there. Yeah. yeah. She's, she knows she's on camera. <laughs> I don't think she's ever done that before. Does she normally not, like, lay down there? Looks like a comfortable not piece there. of carpeting. I mean, the whole room is the same carpet, but... True. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm putting us in the Discord. Oh, yep. Fair enough. So, I also remembered, like, why why did the colors purple and gold, like, stand out to me when we were designing this overlay with Aki? Yeah. Uh, so, Warhammer 40k, 3rd Legion 
Emperor's Children, their colors are gold and purple. <laughs> that's it, right there. Yeah, that's it. That's stuck in my head. Warhammer and it was Destiny, right? Yeah, yeah, Warhammer and Destiny. That's it. It's also the Los Angeles Lakers team colors, a team that I hate with all of my heart. But <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that before we made it? Because they're fine colors. I don't have a problem with it. Mm, okay. Hey, what's up, Killer Mike? What's yeah. up, Kai? I'm a huge Lakers fan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. For all I know, you could be. You've been keeping secret sports ball stuff away from me. That is entirely untrue. Oh, I never knew that you cared about sports ball at any point in your life until like two weeks ago, and then suddenly this comes out. Is, is it going to be a huge surprise that I played football at one point? Like, not a, well, not anymore. No, now that we have some sports ball background. Ooh, do, do I need to tell you about the time I played like ultimate frisbee with my high school friends at lunch? Do I need to like that? Was I that like a one-time thing, or you did that for a while? We did it for a while. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're all sorts of sportsy then. Mm, I so at what age did you decide that sports are hot garbage? All sports, oh, specifically. Probably when I was 13 and I got what I could exclusively call my first console. Not the family's console, my first gaming console. Oh, video games supplanted mm, everything else. Mm -hmm, of course, yeah. What was the console? The 360. Oh, okay. Good yeah. console. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. well-beloved, I think, by a lot of people. Mm. I think it helps too that the PlayStation generation was the PlayStation 3 and they were selling that thing for like 600 bucks in the US. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then and then the Xbox 360 was like $400 and people are like, yes, we'll take that one, thank you. Maybe, yeah. Well, part of it, I actually just watched a video on this today. The internet historian had a video on Sony's three biggest mistakes in the video game industry. Mm -hmm. And one of them was the fact that they were pushing Blu-ray because Sony was Blu-ray and they were right. trying to win the formatting wars mm -hmm. for digital media like that. Mm -hmm. And he talked about this earlier in the video, but they'd already lost the storage card wars. Like they had their proprietary storage mm -hmm. cards that they were fighting against um, SD cards, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had so those they mini discs. That. They had mini, also mini discs. That's mm -hmm. another thing that they tried and failed at. Mm-hmm. So for them to be, so they did Blu-ray and they really wanted this to win. So they forced the PlayStation 3 arm of the company to put Blu-rays into every one of their consoles. Mm -hmm. But it cost them like $800 to do this because it was brand new tech. Mm -hmm. And so even selling them for 600 bucks, they were at a loss. Every PlayStation 3 they sold for the, you know, that first year or two, mm -hmm. they took a, a hit on financially, mm -hmm. which I just thought was bonkers. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. we're like, it's insanely expensive. And they're like, well, yes, and we're also losing $200 per <laughs> unit. <laughs> right. So I just, yeah. So well. it would make sense. Basically, they've had some numbers there. The Wii sold like 6 million units in the first year. The PlayStation 3 sold like 1.8. And the Xbox was like 4. Right, yeah. So they got crushed. So yeah, it makes sense that you mm -hmm. would have an Xbox 360. Well, uh, like, we didn't go with it because of price. I wanted to play Halo. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Right, my friend, well, I mean, it probably factored in, like, at some level, especially because I wanted to play Halo with my friends, and if they had Xboxes, they probably had Xboxes because they were cheaper, right? Right, yep. Yeah. That said, uh, PlayStation 5 prices rumored at 750 Australian, which is yes, very expensive. That's exactly what I was... Uh, 
I was wondering how much it was. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy, crazy expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's the other thing too. Is right. The console exclusives is if you're a Halo person, you're not going to get a Wii. There's no Halo on Wii. Even if it's cheaper, you're getting a 360. Right. Yeah. And if you're a Mario person, you're probably not getting a 360. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So that's the question. What the heck were the Sony franchises? Like, what did PlayStation have? Because launch titles were like Ridge Racer, Killzone. Uh, <laughs> there was a Madden NFL American football thing that most of the world didn't care about, right? Right, right, right. But they didn't have the like killer. What did they have? They had Resistance, NBA 07. Um, oh, an NBA game too, good heavens. Yeah. Genji Days of the Blade, Blazing Angel Which... Squadrons World War 2. I've never heard anything about Genji that's positive. I've I've never even heard of Genji. Um, <laughs> Call of Duty 3, EA Sports Fight Night Round 3. They had Oblivion. Elder Scrolls 4. Oh, but that was a port, right? Uh, or was that release uh, title? Uh, it says launch window titles. What I'm looking at here. Okay, so not launch launch titles, but launch window titles. Mm, okay, yeah, that's... Because I don't, yeah, because I don't. I, the internet historian dude did list the launch titles, and there were like six games. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that within the next, you know, days and weeks, they released a bunch more games. But right, right. So Bolivian was released on. Oh yeah, okay. PC on March twentieth, two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. And the PS3 launch was. Uh, November 2006 in North America. Okay. So, it, I mean, it, I mean, I don't know if the port was done. It could have been a launch title, but it was already available on Windows prior to it showing up on PS3. Right. Right. Yeah. So again, I'm just tr- uh, just trying to think. What was the game that people are like, "Ooh, I need to get a PlayStation 3 to play this game." I, are there I, devoted Ridge Racer fans? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Probably wasn't yeah. one. Yeah. Probably not. Well, and that's why it sold like significantly less than mm-hmm. um, the Nintendo did. For sure. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Twelve games at launch on this Kotaku.com.au article yeah, actually. Kotaku Australia. Probably even shut it by now, but you know. Maybe. So, Blazing Angels, Squadrons of World War II, Call of Duty 3, Genji, Madden, NFL, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Mobile Suit Gundam, 2K7, NBA, NHL 2K7, Ridge Racer, Tiger Woods PGA, and Tony Hawk. Hmm. So, maybe the Tony Hawk fans... Maybe, maybe. Which Tony Hawk game was it? Uh, Project 8? I don't think that one was... I, like... The fact that I don't remember anyone being like, yeah, Project 8 was my favorite, you know, means it probably wasn't a huge draw. Yeah. So basically they, it really feels like a failure of management, right? Yeah. It really feels like people were, people in charge, we needed the Blu-ray thing to happen. Mm -hmm. So they used the PlayStation to get it and they won, they won the Blu-ray HD DVD battle. Mm Mm-hmm. But 
in the long run, I think it hurt the PlayStation 3. Interesting. Right. Bad times. God of War was not a launch title, Killer Mike. No, it came out in 2010. Yeah. March so 2010. The launch. Yeah. Anywho. You got a 360, and you fell in love with the Halos, and you never did sports ball again. You stopped playing frisbee at lunch. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Straight line. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, and kill a mic, right? Please, PS3 eventually did get some really good games that were, you know, kind of must-haves and reason people bought the console. Right. But just not at the beginning. Yeah. Not at the very first. Not at the start. Not off the no. game. All right, so should we talk GSL really quick? Yeah. Uh, they have the group stages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a link? Uh, no, it's fine. I can look it up. Okay. Um, only because I think if you give me a link to get it, it's gonna break the entire setup. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I have the group stages. Group A, Trap Spear Special Solar. Yeah, yeah. pretty rough. Mm, who's Spear? A Korean Terran player. Sure, <laughs> yep, okay. So it really just comes down to Trap Special and Solar. Yes, I don't see anything in Spear's resume that indicates he's going to be a threat whatsoever. Right. Yeah, Solar did just win Africa World. Number 61. Mm-hmm. So he beat Dong Regu in a best of seven in seven games, which was a really fun best of seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, curiously, no other Zergs in his group, so. Right, right, right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's able to take down uh, Dong Regu, who's kind of hot right now. CBZ mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is a different animal. I always say that, though. There are no more than one Zerg in each group. I know. Hmm. That's because, as it turns out, Zerg is underpowered, needs a buff. Korean Zerg's not the greatest. Mm. Except for Rogue, who's awesome. And Dark. And Dark, who's pretty good. Mm. Oh, well, champion. Yeah. yeah. So Solar beat Zest in Africa World. Okay. So Zest and Trap, I feel like, are pretty evenly ranked in the both Protoss, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because I've been Solar in the first round. Uh, special. Solar and Special. How's, what, what do you, yeah. How do you feel about Sol's uh, ZBT? I mean, he made Cure look embarrassing. Okay. Right. Okay. He. I don't know if you saw that series or not, but it was. It was this. Oh no no hold on hold that was Dong Regu. Oh. So Solar ZBT we did not see that in the Africa world. Okay. But the bigger thing is that I feel like Solar performs better in these offline tourneys than he does in things like GSL or Katowice or DreamHack. Hmm. Okay. He consistently does okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I could definitely see him getting out of this group stage one. I don't right. see him doing much more than that, though, is the thing. Okay, yep. Yeah, if I had to put it down, I'd say Trap and Solo. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Special. I mean, again, to say what's wrong with Special when he qualifies for the round of 24 in GSL <laughs> is like, how high is the bar for this guy, really? Yeah. But he hasn't done much, I want to say, in 2020. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he's done anything this year. Like, 
Oh, yeah, okay. I'm looking at his resume. He has zero one through four finishes in premier tournaments this year. He yeah. has, I mean, a lot of wins in like Copa America, Latin oh. America stuff. Which yeah, DreamHack Masters 2020 Summer Latin America. He got first. But, yeah. For Kellizer, and it's like, well, you beat Kellizer, Cham, and Jim Rising. It's like okay, but right. name any other good Latin America player. Yeah. Please, I'll, I'll wait. There was, there was two groups for this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no wonder special, like, Ruffle stomped his way over that. Did he beat anybody in Mortes Team League? Uh, you asked me that after I closed his results. I know. I'm taking a look here. Um, he was on War Pigs, yeah? Was he? He was. Oh. Yeah. He's with Cyril Armani and Dream. Hmm. Did they came second? And I think. They did. Because Cyril carried them there all by himself. Maybe so. Why don't they show us individual. Like, who won games here? Oh, no, they do. Okay, it's just great. So he got beat by Clem in the round of six. Okay. <laughs> Then he got beat by Parting in the semifinals. Go oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I always like seeing foreigners go far in GSL, but... I do too. Boy, do they have to actually work for it. <laughs> oh, he actually got beat by Solar. Oh, really? In one of the, group, one of the groups there, group day six, he got beat directly by Solar, so... Hmm. Ooh. I don't Yeah, let's do it. Solar Trap. I think we agree. Hmm, okay. Moving out. Group B, Dark Creator, Tasia, and Zest. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean... Dark, obviously. Dark, yeah. How much do we believe in Tasia? Ooh. Right? That's Ooh, a, uh, indeed. That's a good question. I mean, I want to believe in Tasia. Me too. I love mm -hmm. Tasia. Hmm. Gonna use some more elite Terrans in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially since Innovation is retired effectively, he said to me. Uh... <laughs> Fair. Oh, Creed is wearing like cat ears in his player photo on Team Liquid. Adorable. Yeah. Um, but what has he won recently? Tasia? Yeah, no no no, Creator. Like, what's he done recently? Because I I feel oh. like it's not much. No. No. Yeah. So it no. <laughs> nope. Boy, uh, no. Nothing big. Nothing big. Uh, oh, really small. He came first in a WCS World Champion Series in Korea in tw 2012. Right. Yeah. yeah. 2012 victory was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. He also was in TSL four. Came first there. 2012. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Alright. So, I think it really comes down to Tasia and Zest. Like, who do you think Bink wins that? Oh, that's rough. I would pick Tasia there, if you put a gun to my head. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Would say Zest. 
Uh, yeah, I would. Just as best. Okay. Group C, Marv, Nightmare, Ragnarok, and Dream. Interesting group. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't expect anything from Nightmare or Dream, to be honest with you. I don't really. I expect more from Dream than I do Ragnarok. Yeah, for sure. But it's not much. Right. And, I mean, I expect a lot from Marv, but he could lose here. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing. He could totally just not make it out of this group, which nobody would... Nobody would be surprised by this. No one would be surprised, but they should be surprised. That should be an upset. <laughs> it won't be, but it should be. Right. Because with Maru, nothing's an upset. Right. Yeah, weird group, man. Mm -hmm. I think Maru gets out just because there's nobody who's a serious threat to him. Mm -hmm. But again, he's lost to people who are not serious threats to him. Right. Okay. Hmm. I say we move on. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't call it? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Do not put money on Group C. No. Never. Group D, Cure, Bomber, Armani, and SOS. Hmm. Bomber! Oh, so happy Bomber is here. Yeah. What year is it? I know. Tasia, DRG, and Bomber are all qualifying for GSL. Yeah. Yeah. Bomber had one result last year. Yeah. Oh, no, no, hold on. Excuse me, I was looking at the wrong year. He had two. Okay. Uh, he was in the Aces Rogue Tournament. He got 25 to 32nd. And GSL Season 3, 25 to 32nd. Hmm. So, uh, let's see. Team Liquid has nothing on him in 2018 or 2017. So it's been a while. It has been. It's been a while. So he too owed Prince. Remember how much we like Prince? How fun he is? Who? Prince! The guy that uh, cannon rushed Maru and then Maru oh, like... Oh, right! Maru who didn't have a barracks in his base but still won. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Through the darkest of dark magics. Well, maybe Prince is just not good at... Uh, Oh, that would be PVT. Right, maybe. Right. Um, cool. I mean, I think Cure and SOS get out. That's a much more likely option. Yeah, you're probably right. My heart still wants to go with Bomber, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's a tougher group than maybe he was hoping for. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Armani, but he's not there yet, I guess mm -hmm. is to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, grouping. Innovation, mm -hmm. Hurricane, Zound, and Sue. So Innovation's not so dead that he's not making it out of the first group <laughs> stage. Especially <laughs> not with this group. No. No, I think he's got a pretty easy group by comparison. Hurricane yeah. and Zound, I don't think, mm -hmm. really poses much of a threat. And what I do think we expect from Sue? I mean, I expect him to go to the grand finals of GSL and lose, but, right, take that second place, but he hasn't really been there even, right, like, he used to be rock-solid dependable like that, now, I don't know. You could see him losing here? I mean, not particularly, but it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. 
Like I think he, I think he gets out, but I don't know. I don't know if he goes much further. That says a lot. Hmm. Still does. All right. Group F is parting. Beyond patience and bunny. Beyond gets out. That's easy. Beyond's <laughs> looking all right. That, that's a given. God. Yeah. If he didn't get out, it'd be yeah. unbelievable. As far as I'm aware, that guy's be unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. Rumble, rumble cakes. Yeah, but really, they're potting and beyond. Yeah. I agree, 100%. Yeah. I like Bunny, but I don't think he's gotten better in the last three years, so. Hmm. Fair. Then we have group stage two, which is a ton of fun, and then we'll have some playoffs in, like, I don't know, January. Uh, <laughs> it's <be> January. That's <laughs> how it feels sometimes, okay? Uh, I mean, maybe, but it's no. No. Nope. No, no. Excelente. Hmm. And that's GSL. That's GSL. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. In other news, I did recently break a or reach a Patreon goal that I oh. set. Oh, I think I set that goal when I started my Patreon, which was like two or three years ago. Hmm. Finally got there. Yeah, got there. And what I promised at the time, what I promised was a StarCraft II tournament for my viewers, mm -hmm. where my subscribers could join and I'd cast it and have a cash prize and stuff. But in the meantime, my Brood War took off, and I think Brood War Patreon subs are more responsible for this than the StarCraft II viewers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I decided to do two separate ones. So we've got a StarCraft II tournament and a Brood War tournament. We're going to have them on Challenge, obviously, and they mm -hmm. both have their individual uh, prize pools there that I'm going to put up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the Brood War one is going to be on Sunday. That's going to be a fast one, because I anticipated it would fill up pretty quickly. Okay. And it has... I mean, yeah, like we already have 12 people in here, mm. and I just announced it like yesterday, 15 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm expecting that one to get pretty full, and then the StarCraft II one is uh, going to be the week after that. Mm. So okay. if you want to join, we'll put here, I guess I'll just put them here in the stream chat, and we'll put them in the show notes too. If you want to join, you just have to have been a follower of mine on Twitch or a subscriber of mine on YouTube since before August the 20th, which is when the goal was hit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, made the best person win. So far, nobody super scary has joined. I've joined. I'm super scary. Somicron has joined. Firebird has joined. Firebird's masters. I know. That's what like, I'm saying. Firebird has won the like last four tournaments we've held. So mm -hmm. he's good. Mm-hmm. And then on the Brood War side, nobody super terrifying is there, to be honest. Of the names that I recognize, nobody here is insanely good. So don't get scared away. The fact that it's an open and anyone can join this. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you can win a few matches. Maybe you find yourself in the money at the end. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Killer Mike wants us to play a best of five against each other. I don't think you want that much CBZ in your life. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. It'd yeah. be some of the, like ugliest ZBZ you've ever seen too. Right, because you'd be like, let's force Sling Bay, and I'd be like, oh god. <laughs> Thousand spines. <laughs> Make a wall. Yeah. I'm not making roaches, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Or Mutalisks. Maybe. Maybe the next stretch yeah. goal for Patreon. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That would be good. <laughs> Except, how about this? I have to play Terran and you have to play Protoss. That would be fun. Okay, I guess we could do that. I mean, it'd be fair, right? Yeah, I suppose. You don't think so? I mean, I, mean, I just I, think I, I just know. chose races that neither of us has really, really ever laddered with or anything, right? Right, yeah. Um, yeah. The problem is you've given me time to ladder. I have time to learn now. Right, well, me too. It's true, but I don't see you swapping. I mean, yeah, probably not. We could beat you in Brood War, though. How about that? Let's do Brood War. No. No. Only if I get to call my, like, cousin Flash to come in and play with me. <laughs> Is that fair? Sounds fair to me. Uh, teams. Teaming up. No. <laughs> no. I did have a happy moment this week, though. My boy was like, I can beat you in StarCraft. And I was like, okay, so number one, no. Number two, <laughs> let's play anyway. Okay. It warmed my little heart. He's just, he's so, he was so confident, too. <laughs> How'd he do it? He, well, so the first, he, he played through a bunch of the campaign, like, last year, and then he kind of just lost interest in it. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been, I haven't wanted to be the dad who's like, you like the things that I like, you play what I tell you to play, you know? Right. So I haven't even really brought it up. But then, kind of out of nowhere today, he likes cartoons. So mm -hmm. I think that helps a lot. Hold on, is he, but, is he talking StarCraft 1 or StarCraft 2? Oh, yeah, 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 no, StarCraft 1. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he saw the car... I think he saw one of my cartoon casts last year and was like, what's that? Mm -hmm. Is that StarCraft? And I'm like, yeah, and he's like, I want to play that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So he played through a lot of the campaign. Fair enough. And, yeah, he's not good, but that's fair. Totally and, fair. Yeah, in the first game, what did we do? Oh, I set up a proxy hatchet as natural. <laughs> And he didn't notice until, like, the 12th minute. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't scout at all or really try to harass me in any way. He just, like, built up a big army of zealots and a bunch of Dark Templar. Mm, okay. Like, a couple dragoons. And then, like, went down his ramp, and I just had sunkins and hydras everywhere. It did not go well for him. <laughs> yeah, anyway. so he, he definitely cannot be you. No, no, not at all. So I crushed him, we played again. He made me be Protoss this time. And then we played again, and he made me be Terran. I think he's trying to figure out which race I'm worst at, and I just crushed him every time. Right. <laughs> I When I was Terran, I was like, Should I, I really want to nuke him, but I don't want to crush his spirit. <laughs> you don't want to break time. him off. No, I don't want to make him be like, I hate this game. I'm never playing it again. Mm -hmm. But I did. I <laughs> nuked him into oblivion. Uh, it turns out that bunkers with firebats and marines are really good against zealot dragoon armies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So it didn't go... His macro is okay. It's fine. I just need to teach him how to expand, I think, and maybe how to get upgrades and he'll be better, but... Right. So you need to teach him yeah. how to macro. Exactly. Which, right. that's my expertise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get upgrade, shut up. Um, At like a 12 minute mark, yeah. Yeah. So then the last game, uh, I decided to let him w let him win that one, because I didn't want him to walk away from the game forever. Mm. 
So I played Zerg and he played Protoss and he... <laughs> so I just played like the AI. I would just make like three Hydras and just like attack them with three Hydralisks. <laughs> and then he'd stomp them to death with his Zealots. And mm -hmm. I set up little surprises for him all around the map, like little groups of two, two or three Zerglings. And mm. there's a Hydra and a Zergling over in this corner. And he was exploring all over the place and killing all of them. And I think he had a good time. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, so that was good. So I think we're going to be playing more. and it's good. Maybe he'll get into StarCraft 2 here eventually. Maybe. Glad you two finally found something to bond over. Or the hatch I know, over. right? Yeah. yeah. We haven't spoken in six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not true. So that's been nice. That was a good mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the other day we were trying to um, like work out what me and my gaming group should do, because... We can't get everyone to turn up for D and D, right? So we're just like, oh, let's play like Northgard or let's play Settlers of Catan. And I was like, hey, why don't we you three versus me in StarCraft two? And they were like, we know we can't beat you. <laughs> and I was like, have they played before, or were you like, just play this new game? No, I think they've all played it or at least watched it at least once. You know, like they know okay. what's going on and they know that I play regularly enough to be better than people who have seen the game. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the general truth for everything, right? Yeah, generally, yeah. Yeah. They they would not they would not do it, and so we played Settlers of Catan, which okay. I probably lost, because I don't like Settlers of Catan. I know, I've never played... I've been at parties where Settlers comes out, and I'm like, well, I'm doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fun, I, guys. I think it's an alright game, I just don't like it. <laughs> Enjoy your sheep. I don't know how it works. I've been peripherally, like, in the general area when it's been explained, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I, mean, I have no idea. It's not terribly hard. It, like, it's one of those games that's like, this looks easy. Just make SCVs and then make a barracks and then make Marines and go across, but there's a whole lot more to it, like, of the strategy type than yeah. that isn't explained in the basic rules. Yeah. Yeah, that is just basic strategy. Yeah. I gotcha. Just not interested. It's yeah. fine. That's easy. Right. Totally fine. Hmm. Hmm. In other news, X-Wing Alliance is stupid hard, and I kind of hate it right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So those of you who haven't been watching me stream it on twitch.tv slash Falcon Paladin, it's, it's a 1999 game that is like you know, pretty flight sim shooter style X-Wing stuff that they used to make more of back in the 90s and kind of through the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's really hard. There's a whole campaign through it. Like, your family is involved with a scuffle with another family that trades in the area. And they've got the Empire on their side. And so, basically, I think your dad gets killed and your uncle gets captured and put in prison. And anyway, so you join the Alliance. But, yeah, there have been levels that have just kicked my butt consistently ever since, I think, level three. It was really hard. It's right. just been really hard. I, the number of times I've one-shot a mission is probably like two. Wow. Of, I want to say, the six or mm. ten that I've done. Okay. Probably more than that. Twelve or thirteen <laughs> levels. It's not good. How many more levels do you have to go? So many. Okay. It is. So they've got this little trophy case. And oh. when I complete specific missions, they give me a little memento of it. Mm-hmm. Or an award, and uh, I've filled up like four of the available sixteen awards in that case. 
Oh. So I think I'm maybe 25% through this thing based on that. Right, maybe. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, there's this mission where I'm going out with an A-Wing, and then I've got an A-Wing uh, wingman. <laughs> so it's just two A-Wings. We're zippy. We're not incredibly super powered. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of the mission where you got to take down about 12 to 16 TIE fighters, four TIE bombers. Staying mm -hmm. alive is hard enough. Like, I'm getting consistently targeted by these dudes. But then you also have to protect this transport. And mm -hmm. so either the transport dies or I die. I can't figure out how to do this thing in a way to where the transport survives and I don't die. Mm -hmm. So I don't get it. Like, what I've done in the past for this for this game is I've gone and watched some walkthroughs. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you tried looking up a strategy guide for this? Maybe someone could offer you valuable insight. Right. So here's the thing. There is a strategy guide out there, but it's very much like, stay alive. Don't let the TIE Fighters <laughs> kill you. It's like, hmm, <laughs> thumbs up, strategy guide. Thanks for your expertise. But I have found some walkthroughs on YouTube where people have actually played the levels and recorded them and been like, hey, uh, here's how I did it. Right. So some magical way, the one that I found the other day, this dude is just casually killing TIE Fighters. None of them are trying to kill him. I don't think he took any shield damage at all during the part that I am getting clobbered on. Mm. But at the same time, neither does the transport take a ton of damage either. And I don't know... Like, there, it, he's, there's an upgraded graphics thing going on with this, where I think people did do some, like, fan-made remasters of it. Because mm. it is a good game. And I'm wondering if they toned down the difficulty as well, in addition to upping the graphics. And, Maybe. You know, just modernizing the game that way. Certainly sounds like hacks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it got to the point where I was just like, I'm not doing that again. I'm playing Fall Guys. Mm. So I just completely bailed on the mission for the rest of the stream and just did Fall Guys instead, which Fall Guys. is aggravating as well. Yeah, it, but in an entirely different way. Yeah. Yeah. Part of it is, I don't, I don't know that I care if I win all that much in Fall Guys. Like, there's ways to lose that aggravate me, but if I just lose, like, whatever. Right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair. Four Guys is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We, uh... We stream that out here and out on my channel. Sure. Or twice a week, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm We should play more of that today after this. Maybe we should. Maybe we will. I mean, everybody's streaming Fall Guys, so, hey. It's true. Yeah. Get on that train. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Until it dries yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, X-Wing Alliance is hard. <laughs> Still. Fall Guys. Fall Guys' big problem is there's hackers in the PC version. Yeah. Yeah. Which is almost enough for me to, like, buy it on my PlayStation 4 and just play it there instead. Does it have crossplay? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Fall Guys crossplay. The internet says no. Do you, you'd rather play it by yourself than with friends? I mean, I don't know. It is more fun with friends. Yeah. <laughs> but there was the... Yeah. Earlier this week, there was the egg gathering game, and all of a sudden we realized that people were just teleporting. They would get an egg, they'd teleport into somebody's egg stash, and then teleport over to their side. Just mm -hmm. instant zips. Yep. It was like, oh, that's happening. And we recognize that the other team, so there's three total teams, the two opposite teams each had a hacker in them. Mm -hmm. 
we just got crushed and it was like I don't know what you do. It would have been fantastic if like they just fought each other and left you alone. Like, that would have yeah. been that would have been fine. Except if they were idiots, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> it would have been good if they didn't understand how the game works. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Alright. So we actually have some follow up from last week. Okay, what do we got? Uh, so we were testing whether or not the notifications, the personalized notifications on YouTube, would be smart enough to only give me YouTube notifications when you've uploaded a video. Yeah. Since I've never watched Brutal. Science. So I have results. Okay. I got no notifications. <laughs> <laughs> so personalized means we don't think you like this channel at all. Apparently, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, okay, so I'm going to stop asking people to do personalized notifications, then. That seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, because they will not know when you get a video. Okay, so for science, you should turn on notifications for everything and see what happens. Yes, I will do that. I will do that. Okay, because yeah. maybe they just don't want to notify you of my stuff anyway. Maybe. Um, let's, let's turn it on. No, 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 I don't unsubscribe. All. There we go. You'll get all notifications. Alright. Excellent. Done. Nailed it. Perfect. Okay, we'll yep. report next week as to what happened there. The ongoing saga. Uh, you also yeah. promised, well, threatened or dared, to have read all of the Kilo 5 trilogy by today. That is accurate. Yeah. That did not happen. Did you at least finish the first book? I did not. Didn't. Okay, that's fair. It's a yep. big book. I know you're new to reading. It's your first time. Um, it's true. It's very slow going. The words are hard. Like anything about four letters, you just can't do. So. Exactly. I'm glad you understand. I mean, there are some words I know, like Spartan. Mm, it took true. me a while, but mm -hmm. I can recognize Spartan now. Fair, fair enough. Right. Yeah. But yeah. if anything else over four letters in these books is just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. You need an adult. Yes. Effectively, mm. yes. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll postpone that till, till next week as well, I guess. Yeah. Sounds good. I mean, we can talk about the fact that there's a new author. Like, story-wise, The Ghosts of Onyx is a story that ends in a specific place. Mm -hmm. And then Glasslands picks up right where that one ends. But it's a brand new author. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Which is an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Like, I don't, I don't know that book series do that very often outside of the video game book story genre. You know? Right. Licensed uh, IP. Yeah. Yeah. What's more interesting is Glasslands took five more years to come out after, like, if they were planning to swap authors, it took them five years to get a book out. <laughs> no way. I didn't know that. Yeah. 2006 to 2011. Yeah, because the book just picks up like, all right, mm -hmm. right where we left off in the last one. Yep. Dude, I didn't realize it was that long. That's a long, long time. Mm-hmm. That's like what I waited for for the latest uh, Dresden Files. For Peace Talks. Five years. Yeah. Maybe they were like, well, guy that made Ghost of Onyx, uh, Eric Nyland. Are you gonna like make another book anytime soon? Maybe he's like, nah, I've got other projects. I'm like, all right, we'll just give it to someone else. 
maybe he George R. R. Martin them. He was like, yes, absolutely. I have so many pages written, and then they were like, show us your pages, George. I was like, ah. <laughs> And they were like, they're gonna hire another author to finish this, which is what's gonna happen with Game of Thrones. So, I mean, sorry, a song of ice and fire. <laughs> Definitely not Game of Thrones. Yeah, Definitely not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is done. Yep. Uh, how long did it take for the second book to come out, though? So, what One year, year did Glasslands come out? 2011. Which was where in the Halo video game franchise? Yeah, that's a good point. Halo 3 came out in 2007. So Onyx came out before Halo 3. So. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, so then it was ODST that came out. So when did that come out? That came out 2009. And so then you have Reach. Reach came out, I think, 2010. So it came out after Reach, but before Halo 4. That was okay. 2012. Yeah. So the books were past the fall of Reach before Reach came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because, and like, this start, like, Ghost of Onyx is a sequel unto itself, onto the book full of Reach. Right? Like, there are events in that that are directly referenced, like, what where Halsey comes from is entirely left, like, hanging in the book uh, full of Reach. Right. Right, so, right. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. And then ODST was when you said? Uh, 2000. Already, I think it was 2009. Okay. Yeah. Yep, 2009. 2009. Hmm. Should be out on PC soon. We get to play that. Yeah. Whenever they decide to get around to finishing that. Uh, well, I just played a little bit of the uh, the beta. And it's like, well, it's the same engine as Halo 3, and Halo 3 worked really well, so it works really well as well. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. So it shouldn't be too long is what you're saying. Yeah, no, be out like next week, <laughs> probably. Good, that's good. Great, yeah. So today in one of our meetings, uh, my boss, well, one of my bosses said, in case you've been wondering, there are no plans to go back into the office. <laughs> Like, at all. There mm -hmm. is nothing we've ever discussed in any of the higher-ups mm -hmm. that indicate we're thinking about it. So, mm -hmm. I'm be working from home for a while. I mm -hmm. actually have been reading some stories about how the tech industry especially has been like, this is, it's working. <laughs> like, yeah. It's working for us. We're not dying. We don't mm -hmm. need to be in an office building altogether for what our jobs are. Right, yeah. We can ship product. We don't have factories where we're producing things, and mm -hmm. it's all digital. We can, and the internet is everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. So yeah, I mean, to the point that even some of these bigger businesses are like, maybe I don't know, June next year, sure, we'll re we'll reevaluate then. Mm, okay. So I just, I don't know. Like I, it's not to the point yet where it would be weird going back to the office. But you reckon? Yeah, no, I don't think so. But I think by the time June next year rolls around, it'll be like office. No. What is this office you speak of? <laughs> you have to go dig up archaeological ruins to find out what an office is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like excavate your old cubicle. Mm -hmm. you're like, oh yes. Ye old Coca-Cola freestyle machine. 
right? Covered in cobwebs oh. and uh, John Carter, right? Like dusting a cartoon shop at being like, what are these? It says Coke Cherry. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be so sad. Because the cartridges get gross and gunky if they're not used. Oh, yeah. So there are some people in the building, like two or three people that are there every day. Mm-hmm. You are the not few. enough. I know. It's like, would you guys mind just like using all of the drinks at least once a day, please? <laughs> <laughs> you can dump them out. I don't know. I wonder if it's just shut down at this point. I wonder if there is just not worth refilling or keeping running for the three people that are there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Last time I went into the office, I it was working. I went mm. to go get my office chair, right? Mm-hmm. Like months mm-hmm. ago at this point, but mm-hmm. it's been a long time. I should ask. I'm actually pretty good friends with someone who is there, so we should see how the freestyle machine is doing. Fair enough. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. yeah, I'm just mentally preparing myself for not going back. Like, mm. maybe ever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it's enough. entirely again it's entirely possible that some companies are just like this works if we don't have to pay to lease four floors of an office building every year mm-hmm. you know pay to lease it and heat it and mm-hmm. pay for parking spaces and mm-hmm. you know maybe mass transit passes for our employees if right. we can just get everyone to work from home and just save millions of dollars mm-hmm. let's and- do it I think it's going to be weird, people looking for work and being like, well, I'm looking for work, but I can't leave my house, right? It's like, I, I can't go in for interviews. I've, I've talked to people yeah. who are like, yeah, I did an interview the other day. And it's like, it's going to be so, so weird because, uh, like, part of, like, I would have always figured an interview for a job was like, was, are you a crazy person? Are you going to come into our business and just fuck shit up? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but, accurate. But now it's like, well, if they start fucking shit up, we just, like ban their accounts that it, it like connect to our stuff and that's it <laughs> right? oh it, it's like you're saying pe- it's a benefit oh yeah the company. Yeah. yeah it's a benefit for the company and it's gonna be i thought you were gonna go from the angle of like you can't sit down face to face with the person and figure out the vibe and who they are you know well even if they like you like you can sit down if, from a zoom call or whatever but even if you get it wrong there's significantly less risk for employees to hire new people yes for sure yeah. Yeah, that's. You don't have to escort anyone out of the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have. To, I mean, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. It's another benefit for the companies. Smart. Yep. So yeah, I don't know. Mm. Maybe we never we never go back. Maybe work. I just sit in this room for eighty percent of my working hours for the rest of my life because. <laughs> This is where I do my channel stuff, and this is where I do my job during the day, and this is where I watch YouTube and movies, and this is my life now. You didn't get your theater projector fixed? You don't watch movies in there? I did. I did, actually. But what I used to use that for was, like, big... No stuff? Like, what stuff? I watched all of Game of Thrones on the projector. Ah, okay. It felt like an appropriate use of the projector, you know? Right, right. But I haven't really considered using it for like decadence maybe i should maybe maybe it'd be good maybe try it i'll report i feel like if you're gonna have a like a movie room and it's only for like the big cinematic stuff Mm -hmm. i feel like you've basically restricted your one room in your entire house to only play lord of the rings right like (laughs) 
I go in here once every two years and I watch Lord of the Rings and I seal it up. And that's the rest. And then, yep. That's Did it. I tell the story of replacing the bulb on the podcast? I think we talked about it. I think we talked about it on stream. Yeah. yeah. So, long story short, I got a new bulb for the projector. And I was like, I don't need the instruction, man. It didn't come with an instruction. That's part of it. The mm. bulb did not come with instructions on how to replace it, okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, this can't be too hard. It's just, like, screws and you find the old bulb and you put the new one in. It's like, I don't know, it's like a lamp. Mm -hmm. So I opened up the bottom of the projector and I was like, hmm, yes, I can see where the light comes through. And this may, all right, awesome. So I spent, like, an hour and a half unscrewing, I want to say, 12 or 13 screws after taking the bottom off. And I was like, this seems... Like a lot of work just to replace a bulb, uh -huh. and uh, it got to the point where I couldn't progress any further. I want, I tried to lift something, but I couldn't, mm -hmm. even after getting all of the visible screws out. So then I was like, "All right, I need to find an actual manual." And the only video I could find online about this was somebody who'd already replaced the bulb. Mm -hmm. and was like, "That was really easy. Here's how to put it back together." And I was like, "Quit! <laughs> this is the most useless video of all time." I should have made a video and put it on YouTube. You should have, yeah. yeah. I should have filled the need. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so once I got the actual manual off the internet mm -hmm. and followed the steps on how to replace the bulb, it was like 10 minutes. So, <laughs> lesson learned, man. Read the manual. Read the manual. Manual. It's good. Hmm. Okay. All right. Sports ball minute. Sports. Let's be done. Yep. All right. Go. Okay, here we go. NBA playoffs are fantastic. They are so fun. Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray from the Nuggets Jazz Series both combined to score 50 points each. For the first time, two players on opposing teams have scored 50 points in a playoff game, which bonkers. And it's all about the bubble, right? There's no travel. Nobody's getting injured. Nobody's getting sick because they're on a plane for six hours in between every game. Uh, there's no crowd. I think a lot of people respond well to a lack of pressure right you don't feel as nervous there's not as much you know people are going to boo at you if you miss a shot or things like that so i think a lot of players are responding to that and just scoring like crazy so it's been fun the jazz are up three to two right now on the nuggets they just dropped a game tonight so they have you know one more game to try to finish this thing up in game six uh, luka Doncic, the 21 year old phenom who has taken two games off of the Clippers, is just insane. He's going to be a great one for sure. Kawhi has been good, playoff P. Paul George has been bad, which we should have all seen coming. And in the East, it's kind of wide open. I don't know. I could see Toronto coming out. I could see Milwaukee do it. They're the favorites. Boston's looking pretty good right now. So that's been a lot of fun too. So just really enjoying the playoff basketball. Uh, you should watch it if you have the opportunity. Or maybe you're like Somicron and you used to love it. And now it has disappeared from your heart. It's true. True. Has. It's true facts. <sighs> All right. Good All stuff. Right. We I, done? I think we are done. All right. Very good. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for a live edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour, streamed live at twitch.tv slash Somicron. So if you want to see a live version of it, check it out next week. We'll be doing it about 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. 11 a.m in Australian times on Wednesday. Yeah. There you go. See? Yep. Easy. Yep. Easy peasy. Check out the show notes to get links to the Patreon page for the podcast as well as the merch store, falconpaladin.store. Check it out. Buy a hoodie. Fall is coming. Feel it in the Northern Hemisphere. And until next time, as always, thanks for being with us and you take care of yourself.
Goodbye. Bye.